Welcome to Sunshine Graces with Podcast Nun. My name is Sister Ave Clark. I am a Dominican sister from New York. I am happy you can join me today. Hello, everybody. Today is Podcast Nun. And as our de- guest today, we have Bill Kinko. Bill, good morning. Good morning. Now, Bill and I met because I have a little dorky who I'm still training how to not bark and walk by my side, and it's coming along pretty well. What do you think of that, Bill? Yep, so far so good. Everything's going well. (laughs) Yes. Now, we're going to go back a little bit in Bill's history to when he was a young boy. Bill, when did you get such a love for dogs? Well, I had dogs pretty much my whole life growing up. Um, We had different types of dogs and... um, you know, just family pets, uh, you know, nothing special. And um, I just, you know, they, they were part of my family back then, so I just enjoyed having dogs around. Well, whenever I walk my dogs and I meet people, they'll say, this is part of the family, so I know you get that. Now, Bill, what led you to training a dog? Well, very interesting. I had a dog growing up, a, a very large St. Bernard, um, that was not friendly with people or with other dogs. And only my father was able to walk him. Um, he wasn't trained, and um, we had a lot of problems. Anytime our friends came over, we had to put the dog away, and it was always uh, a big problem. So I think part of that was me wanting to be able to control dogs, you know, when I got a little bit older, and I didn't want that problem with myself. Well, look at that. See, it happens when we're very young. Now, what would you say is the key? to helping a dog learn good and better behavior? Well, one of the biggest um, mistakes or problems that I see is that people treat dogs a little bit too much like humans or their own um, kids, and dogs need a slightly different structure. Um, A lot of people, because dogs are cute, they give you that cute face, they look at you, and they don't give them any rules or... um, any structure in their life, and dogs really need structure. Once you start giving them structure, they start to fall into place, and they actually do it because they want to please you. There you have it, and I know that that is very true because I've been practicing that with my little Yorkie too. Now, when you train a dog, what are some facts an owner needs to know and practice? Well, one very important one, (coughs) excuse me, is... um, Dogs either follow or they lead. And most people don't realize and they let the dogs lead them around and do what they want, like I said earlier, um, rather than become a good leader. If you lead a dog and take control, not be mean, just be very firm with them and make sure they're doing the right thing, they fall into line and they're happy to follow as long as we lead. If we don't lead, they will gladly take over and lead and run your life. Well, I know that because for a while there, I was following my Yorkie. Now I notice that he sees and he goes, okay, she wants me to do this. Now, when you train a dog, is there a different training for a small dog or a large dog? Um, No, it's actually pretty much the same. um, Probably some of the differences would be if you do give any type of corrections, you have to be much gentler with uh, with a little dog so you don't hurt the dog. But for the most part, there's a very general way of training dogs. And then, you know, there's some, there's some other methods that are 
work, but they don't work on every dog. So a good trainer will pick and choose what method works best in each individual dog. So it's not so much size, it's, it's each dog's own personality. You got it, Bill. Well, you're a good trainer, and I've seen that. Now, Bill, what do you do when a dog is stubborn? <laughs> Very funny, because I, I actually use that in a lot of my training. Um, as stubborn as the dog is, I just become a little bit more stubborn than them. <laughs> because just like kids, if you let them get away with stuff, they know how far they can go before they'll let you get away with it. So if they're stubborn, I'm just a little bit more. I'm always fair to them. But I am firm and more stubborn than them so that they must follow um, what we need. We need them to do because we're looking out for their safety. Hey, I hope everybody who's listening to this realizes it's okay to be stubborn at times. Thank you, Bill. Now, Bill, we, we give dogs rewards. Now, I know sometimes we give them food or words. What do you think is the best way to reward a dog? Well, once again, every dog is different. So some dogs are very food motivated, so you might need that just, just to get them to do some of, the, um, some of the basic commands that you want. Other dogs have no interest in food, so maybe they love to be petted. So you would pet them instead of uh, feed them. Uh, some dogs are very motivated with toys, whereas petting or feeding isn't what they're looking for, so I use a toy. Whatever motivates them to do something is what I try to use. There it is. So there's not just one way, there are many ways. Now, what have you learned about yourself in training a dog? Um, hmm, that's a tough question. Yeah. <laughs> what have I learned about myself? Well, I guess um, you know, I, I feel that uh, training dogs is a challenge. Um, I'm always up for a challenge. Uh, number one, just like having uh, an infant, you have to kind of guess um, at what an infant wants by, by their behavior, and you kind of have to do the same thing for a dog. So it's challenging. Um, you have to, you know, be able to um, adjust your training um, accordingly, depending on each situation. So it's always a challenge. I, so I've learned, you know, with myself that just being up for the challenge um, makes it very rewarding, and I think that's what, what keeps me in, in training, is, is that I love it. And what, and we take it another step, what did you learn about others, maybe owners? Well, same thing. I mean, sometimes owners learn that, you know, number one, that we don't teach, um, it's not like secret methods that automatically work. It's, it's repetition. It's a lot of work an owner has to put in to train the dog. Um, it helps you uh, gain a better bond with your dog by working with them. They want to work for you because... They want to be part of your family, but they want to make you happy. So I think others, you know, you, you kind of really find out if, if you're up to the, uh, to the challenge or, you know, if, if you just want to, you know, have a trained dog and not put the work in, you're going to find out soon enough that uh, that's not for you. So maybe a dog isn't the correct pet for you to have. There you have it. And, Bill, is there any favorite dog that you like to train or some dog that you found was very challenging?
it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all about training all of them. And if there's one I never, a type of breed I never trained before, then to me it's just a little bit more of a challenge to try and figure out what's going to work for them. When you see some dogs, like I had shared with you, my last doggie, Sunshine, he was on wheels, uh, you know, helping a little dog to get out and still walk. When you see some dogs who are disabled, and uh, what would you tell an owner about them? Well, I think looking at a dog that's disabled kind of proves that sometimes you just have to do things because you have to do it. Don't feel sorry for yourself, just like dogs don't feel sorry for themselves. You just, you know, whatever your handicap may be, just pick up and do what you have to do. I think we can learn a lot from dogs. I, I know I did. Well, Bill, this has been wonderful, very interesting. I'm sure I'll have you back on again. So that people out there listening that when you get a dog, you train it so that he can have a good life and a better life. So Podcast Nun says goodbye today.